We know there's a high divorce rate. Uh, we know people are getting married later. People want to develop careers first. So the longer we're single, I think it's the hardest to get married in a lot of ways because we develop some really not bad habits, but that they don't fit in a marriage relationship. So I think overall couples need help for marriage. And I think we saw that in the response and we see that in awesome marriage. Uh, last year was our biggest year ever, biggest growth, the year in the, in the midst of COVID. And I think people realized, man, we got to do something or we're not going to make it through it. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. Uh, I'm so excited about this conversation. We have we have a regular that's been on the podcast a few times, um, a good friend of mine, Dr. Kim Kimberling. Dr. Kim, thanks for joining us today. Uh, it's always good to see you, Nails. Uh, love our friendship. Love what you guys do. And so, yeah, it's great to connect through this. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I can't, I can only imagine that Dr. Kim, you and I have probably recorded almost a hundred podcasts together through the years. Oh, at, at least. Uh, in yeah. different ways. So if you don't listen to the Awesome Marriage Podcast, you need to go listen to that. So stop what, what you're listening to right now and go subscribe to that. And Dr. Kim, I think you are about to release a new podcast or have already launched a new podcast. Is that, is that the case? The Better Man. And it, better it's designed man. for men. And we're in our second year. We just hit our, uh, biggest month ever in December. And so it's gaining traction, but I'm on with uh, Pastor Colby Taylor and we talk about things that have to do with guys and we try to have some fun while we do it and give guys really not just to talk about it, but to give them a practical step that they can do something can be, be the man God created them to be. That's the whole point of it. I love it. I love it. So there's two podcasts. Uh, if you're a man or if you know a man, uh, go send them to the Better Man podcast. Uh, that's a must listen to. I, I say it's a must. I haven't listened, obviously. So I need to go. I'm going to go subscribe. I'm not going to pause this conversation, though. Uh, <laughs> I, I think people will enjoy both of them. We've got some great comments from men and uh, ladies can listen to, obviously, um, but but it's designed really to help men. Good, good. Well, we we are here talking about a project you and I have worked on together, uh, the online marriage retreat. And I'll give a little background uh, to, to what what we did. Uh, those that listen know that I'm the online guy. That's what I do. And I launched onlinechurch.com. And that's how you and I connected as you Absolutely. were really building your online ministry. And our friends at Life Church uh, connected us. Yep. It, uh, it has been a, a really fun ride. And, and my sister, uh, back in March of last, well, yep. no, April, because it was right, right. Uh, our birthdays, she's April 14th, I'm April 17th. And it was right between our birthdays. I remember we were just catching up. Yeah, and she said, what do you think about like doing an online retreat for women? Yeah. And I said, yeah, let's do it. We, we did it. And one of the things she asked me at that is, do you know somebody who could speak into marriages? I'm like that, you know, you know, <laughs> who can speak into marriage like him, uh, is in. And so you jumped in, you, you did a presentation at that retreat. We saw over 8,000 women. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Was incredible. The, the, one of the most listened to sessions was your lesson. And, and I think we saw in the, the comment thread, how uh, how significant that was. Becky actually then went and did a, a separate interview with you for her right. podcast uh, because of the response uh, that she saw uh, to that that session. And so then you and I said, let's let's do an online marriage retreat uh, because there's such a significant need. We've seen hundreds of people uh, go through that retreat, and um, and now we, we're kind of that's still there. People that still go through that. Uh, I actually I'm going to do this on the spot. 
if you are listening to this and you are married, um, we want to give you a 50% off. So if you do SMC, let's see, SMC podcast, uh, we'll make that the, the coupon code. I just made that up on the fly. Um, nice. And so you, you can go, go uh, minister, be ministered to. Uh, that, that conference uh, content is incredible. But what we want to do now, what we're learning after the hundreds that have gone through it is it's better together. And so we want yeah. churches to be able to use this resource, bring it into their churches and help help marriages in, in their churches, in the life of their churches. Uh, so I want to talk about what the retreat is and, and all of that. In our case. Yeah. But first, what's the state of marriages in right now? Oh, I, I think people are struggling. I think a lot, for a lot of different reasons, certainly the, the change of COVID. I met with a couple last year. They got married right before COVID. And we were just talking through this year. Uh, he had a job change, COVID, all these kind of things they had to work through. So it has affected all of us in some way. And what I've kind of seen the people I've worked with, the people that were, were kind of struggling already continued to struggle. It was hard to get traction going in the right direction. Some that keep couples I had that had really made progress, really used, especially the, those days when we were all staying in all the time in a real positive way to grow their marriage. But overall, uh, we don't seem as a culture to value marriage as much as we used to. We know there's a high divorce rate. Uh, we know people are getting married later. People want to develop careers first. So the longer we're single, I think it's the hardest to get married in a lot of ways because we develop some really not bad habits, but that they don't fit in a marriage relationship. So I think overall couples need help for marriage. And I think we saw that in the response and we see that in awesome marriage. Uh, last year was our biggest year ever, biggest growth the year in the, in the midst of COVID. And I think people realize, man, we got to do something or we're not going to make it through this. And so the stuff that we've done, certainly the online marriage retreat has gotten great. We had such, have such a great lineup of speakers. We've got like 24 speakers and they are incredible. And each one has their own specific topic and that they're an expert in. And so I think it's not only encouraging, I think it will give people a lot of next steps to improve their marriage relationship. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, and I've, you know, you and I, and, and, and I've been privileged to be on the awesome marriage podcast many times. Um, transparently, it's one of the things I love about you and Nancy, you know, you transparently shared from your marriage, uh, but marriage is tough, you know, and I think you in ministry, we often want to pretend like we've got it together. Yeah. And, and that, uh, and, and Katie and I have a great marriage, uh, but I'm a stubborn yeah. guy and I do <laughs> dumb things and she's got to put up with it and she's stubborn. And, uh, and we, we clash, you know, at times and we do like, I mean, it's, but there's, there's anybody who's honest, you know, is, needs help with their marriage. And, uh, and I think that's one of the things I've loved in, you know, you and I, I, I was helping you online, but you know, I was helped way more by you, uh, in my marriage uh, than, than I could ever help uh, you with online. And so it's, it just investing in your marriage is, mm -hmm. it's so key. I, you know, I, I talk about Pete Sudero a lot and he always says we lead out of our marriage or our singleness. And, yeah, excellent. Uh, and Pete's and a part think, of our uh, retreat too. Totally, totally. Yeah, I forgot Pete was Pete is, yep. is a part of the retreat. What maybe from the retreat? What what were some of your favorite sessions? Oh gosh, that you know, everyone I listened to was my favorite at that time. Honestly, I mean, of course, Chris and Cindy Bill have an amazing story of what God does and the healing takes place when when a guy really goes off the rails like Chris did at one point in their marriage. 
Uh, Jim Burns has been a good friend for a long time. So everything Jim does, I love. Joshua Rogers is a new friend and he's doing some good stuff. Uh, just a lot of people that just, uh, so my favorite, oh man, the Enneagram guys, Beth and Jeff McCord are awesome. Uh, Colby and Amanda Colby, he does the better men with us. He and his wife have a ministry and they did one. So I'll probably get in trouble if I do. You know, I love Deborah <laughs> Follett. Deborah Folletta, she's been uh, a good friend for a long time. I love what she does. So those would be the ones that would come to mind. But, you know, I didn't listen to one and thought, well, I just wasted my time. No, it wasn't like that on all of it. And the key for marriage is being intentional anyway. You know, one of our biggest deals that you were helping start was a one thing email. Yeah. And it's just one thing that you can do for marriage each day. And that has been something that guys have loved. And I think we've seen great results with that because people, it's just getting people to be intentional. It's not rocket science to have a good marriage. It's just doing what you're supposed to do every day. And it yeah. makes a difference. Yes. I, I have been getting the one thing email for, I don't know, five years now, four years now. Yeah, uh, probably. And it's been, as a, as a man, I need to be reminded every day. You know, uh, yes. and, and those those little and honestly, having you know read, read reading them daily for so long, they're they're not uh, they're they're just they're reminders in many ways right. of things I just I know I should do, but I forget to do, and, and I think those nudges are are so key. I do want to give you a plug on that one thing. That email, uh, if you're not on that list uh, in your marriage, you need to get on that list as well. So one thing dot email. Um, and I think it's a good marketing uh, thing too. When, when you look at, uh, so when you just look at one thing email and how Dr. Kim has set that up, I think churches can learn uh, from how you've even set up that in how you're ministering to marriages and how, uh, churches can even use that kind of communication stream, uh, to, to minister to different groups within, uh, their church. Um, one of the things we did, Dr. Kim was we set up this retreat to not be a live retreat. Uh, we set right. up this retreat to be an on-demand retreat, essentially for couples to do on their own, to pick the sessions they want to listen, watch, and not, you know, it, it's almost, it's probably about 24 hours worth of content, so you can't yeah. watch it all even in a weekend. No, uh, and, and, and shouldn't so, try to. <laughs> no, and, and, and I think the other thing is we, we give it to them for life, and so they, right. they can watch it again in a year or two years, and so it's a, it's a wealth of valuable marriage advice, uh, tips of, and really our intention is that, that a married couple go and take a weekend and, and just use this yeah. as a resource to get together and watch and process and watch and process and then maybe rewatch. Uh, but, but to, to intentionally go through it at their pace and not at a forced pace, uh, that, you know, that doesn't fit them. And, and so then a church can obviously take that same thing and either pick times that they can watch uh, I'm, I'm curious, Dr. Kim, as you think about a church going through the online marriage retreat, how, how would you see them best utilizing this resource within the life of the church? What we hope we've done is come up with with uh, like three different ideas for churches that we provide everything for them from promotional, all that kind of stuff to kind of fit the church. Uh, I love small groups. So I think a, a church that would use this and make that available to small groups. If they, if they do that, they, uh, the members get a, a, I think it's 50% off registration on it, which is really good. Uh, so that I know some churches love, you know, I, I think one of the things, every time I've done a marriage retreat after everyone, the pastor or whoever's in charge of it says, 
I don't know why we don't do these more often because yeah. they see the difference in the few months after it, they see the difference of, of in, in couples and for, it's not the church's fault, but we don't do talk enough about marriage easily. And so this is a way where you could do, if you want to do a weekend retreat and, and you show some of the videos and have people come and, and you show them at your church, you can do that. You can do it all online. Uh, there's just so many versatile ways. I think, uh, Another way that I think it'd be good is you can jump start it. Maybe you have a weekend deal and you show some of the videos and then you make them available for small groups after that. Or there's just in, in each uh, speaker has their own set of questions and things for couples to, to talk about and grow in too. So I think there's, um, I just love the way it's set up because, and, and, and I give Nils and our Christina Dodson credit on that because I didn't have anything to do with that. And I thought, man, this really looks good. I think it's, it's a way to get something in churches to do a marriage retreat or focus on marriage in an easy way. When, if, you know, if you just decide, yeah, we need a marriage retreat, what, where do we even start? You know, and then you have to, well, do we bring somebody in and can we afford that? And this thing, this is all so affordable and so easy and and the technology, it's just great what technology can do for us is communicating God's truth about things. And then this God's truth about marriage. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's, uh, and, and I, I cannot, cannot emphasize this enough. I think about Katie and I, the, the times we've taken those, those breaks and we, we have seasons of doing marriage counseling. And often it's, we need that definitive locked in time uh, to, to just even pause and focus yes. on each other. Um, and, and I think that's what, um, and if there's any, any miss in, in what I feel like I've seen in, in some of these online retreats that, that I've uh, helped to put on is that when you have it on demand, sometimes you think you'll do it later. And, and I think what I can't recommend enough is that, that you need to, that you need to commit time uh, to, to this. And so your church members need to commit time uh, to yes. their marriages. And when you can help them and give them kind of definitive direction as to how they can do that. Um, it's, it's going to minister to your congregation in such a significant way. And, and what you don't have to do is find speakers. And what you don't have to do is, you know, do branding and that, you know, literally it's a, in a box, but it's not a box. It's a, in a, in a cloud, you know, get your, own little, <laughs> right. get your own little cloud, your digital cloud, yep. uh, conference in a cloud. Uh, yeah, that, that's I great. So far, we, I know out of when the when we debuted in uh, in October, uh, a pastor, or actually he was the head of small groups in his church, and though he he just set up a uh, I think it was a Tuesday Wednesday night group and invited couples, and they went through one at a time. They picked he yeah. picked you know and they did this for six or eight weeks, and then tried to get them into other small groups, continue using it. But it's a way to jumpstart people being intentional about marriage. I guarantee you. If you get your church focused on improving their marriages, you will be amazed what happens in your church over a year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. it just will. Well, I'm, and and so because this this audience is primarily pastors, uh, executive pastors, uh, yes. volunteer leaders, um, I I would assume pastors are having the same marriage challenges as <laughs> non pastors. So you, you would probably know best. Uh, what, well, what advice would you have to pastors? Yeah, I think so because I think this has been a horribly stressful year for pastors. Now I've heard some great stories of how God has just come through. How churches that have have been have prospered through this have been able to help other churches. But I know there's stress, and there's stress on a pastor's marriage so much all the time. And like you, you alluded to the expectation sometimes that the congregation or the people or a pastor himself puts on himself to be perfect. Yep. Uh, so there's all that pressure, all that stress, and that effect gets afflicted, uh, reflected in your marriage. And 
you know, I had a, uh, a family I worked with, it's been a number of years ago now, but he was a pastor, good pastor, but he was a very different person at home than he was at church. And mm -hmm. his daughter's the one who told me on, told him on him to me. And so we talked about that and he said, well, no, I just can't be transparent and, yeah. and encouraging him to do that. But when we hold on, what I'm saying is when we hold all that stuff in, uh, it's going to come out sideways. And usually for me, I think for most men, it comes out and our wives yeah. because they're the safest place for us to do that. They're not going to fire you, uh, those kind of things. And so, uh, I think pastors that spend that time designated time for their marriage, you see a big difference in them and their ministry. Yeah. hundred percent. I I've got a question. I should have probably prepped you for this question, put you on the spot here. You never have, have read my man, Mike Todd's uh, book relationship goals yet. I have not. You have not. Okay. I have not. I'm curious to get your read the, after you I've, read. I did the uh, U version plan okay. that Michael did, okay. and of course, I love him. I love what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have not read it yet. I, it's in my. Uh, I think it's in my queue, and then so I got to move it. I'll move it up there. Okay, I'm. I'm curious to get your thoughts uh, after you read it. Uh, it's been. It's. It's been exciting for me to see because I feel like in this season, it's been New York Times bestselling book. Yeah, uh, people are prioritizing uh, their their relationships and their dating relationships and their marriage relationships and um, trying to get healthier. Uh, and, and I think it's this is such a challenging season. Though I, I've in here in New York, um, we you know uh, the the suicide rate we're having a significant surge. Mm. Now. Uh, it feels like every day we're, we're hearing of another uh, somebody jumping off a building. Or, you know, just great crazy stuff that. Uh, and, and that's, that's happening with single people. And I think that's happening with married people yeah, I uh, that, 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 that creep. And sometimes it's severe, like suicide. And sometimes it's just anxiety, uh, that, that gets released sure. in different ways. And so I, I just, uh, gosh, I, 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 I want, you know, <laughs> I want everybody to, to do this and, and, uh, and, and experience this, you know, yeah. just maybe take it to the next level with the online mar marriage retreat. If you can't afford the half price discount, Reach out to me personally, and I'll get you a full price discount. Oh, yeah. I just want everyone. To we want exactly to um, to just to be, take advantage of that, and you know, because in this time of stress, it comes out in different ways. And yeah. you know, you mentioned the extreme thing of suicide, but um, you know, I see people making bad choices. Got people maybe walked away from alcohol for a long time, yeah. walk back into it. People have had affairs. Yeah. People have gotten back into pornography, and it's all yeah. like so. Let's take that energy and focus it on your marriage. And see what happens. See the difference yeah. it could make. Let's let's and, and we can go down the rabbit hole. Then uh, you brought it up, and and I've heard that COVID has has created a surge of pornography uh, as well. Um, I feel like pornography is that hidden sin for a lot of pastors, ministry leaders, uh, yes. obviously just men in general. But I guess women too. Um, what for for a husband, a man, uh, a husband, you know, husband who is struggling with pornography or wife, I guess. Uh, and how, how, how do they break that habit and how honest should they be with their spouse in navigating that? And maybe even how should pastors be approaching pornography in leading their congregation? The church. I think if we don't address it, we're missing something. Yeah. You know, it, it is something I think it's so prevalent. I think we're going to have some stats probably that come out of 2020 that will confirm all the things that most of us suspect are, are really going on if it's a guy that's into it or pastored into it i i, I my experience is you don't get out of it alone 
Now that's not diminishing God, but I think God, this is where God really uses people in your life. You need somebody to be accountable to. You need to somebody that's been through it that can help walk you through it, that, that you can't fool, that get in your face and ask you the real questions about it and, and help you do that. Certainly then developing your relationship with God, uh, reading the things in scripture about God's plan for marriage. I mean, all pornography does, it, it totally distorts God's plan for sex and sex and marriage and all those things that are, that, that are so good. And I, a couple guys that I've worked with that dig into that and have struggled with it, but begin to see God's plan, begin to invest in their physical relationship, their wife, treating her well, you get, I have one guy tell me, he said, I'm just not attracted to pornography more because yeah. of what we've done in our in our marriage. And so that's what I want for people. It's not just a, can I grip my teeth and not click? It's like, I don't want to click anymore because I've got this and I vested in my wife. So I think you've got to, you got to have accountability. Uh, small groups are great. Triplex.com has all kinds of things. If you want to be a little anonymous, you can get in one of their online groups and they've, I've had people that I've worked with been in those. That's a great place to start. But I think it's making that first deal and realize this is not the best thing for me. I think as pastors gently addressing it, you know, not that it's something that we tiptoe around, but I mean, it's, um, it's so prevalent. I would guarantee, I would bet if, if a, if a, pastor ask every man or woman in the congregation that's into pornography or has looked at pornography in the last year to stand up. I don't think there'd be many people sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I do. I do want to correct you though. On one thing, triplex.com yes. is, uh, it's not the right site. It's triplexchurch.com. Yeah. Um, and so thank I you. <laughs> I would recommend that you not go to triplex.com because I just pulled it up and it pulled up my, little filter and so uh you yeah, yes i'm glad you caught that because i don't know why i left the church part out of it. <laughs> but you know that was one of the things that i can't believe the name the greg gross is that right he started triple x church.com yes. was in the porn industry he knows the ins and outs and backs and forth he still f- communicates friends with those people huh. but he said you know so we'll put something when people are putting those x's in our church will pop up and so yeah. that was uh, yeah. a great way to get some people into that it's been it's been a uh, gift to so many um and and that's the filter i got it off of their their website yeah and i think that's a good point you brought that up i think as guys we need whatever if if you're vulnerable in there plug the hole some way uh filters there's good stuff out there uh honestly you can probably work around anything if you want to but but most of us just need that to stop and think and i think the filters make you stop and think and think no i don't really want to do that because most of it's impulsive and the guys that I talk to. And so, yeah, yeah I think it's a big issue. Um, it's not something we address. I don't know if anybody addresses in the, in the retreat. I don't think they, I do. I think I talk about it a little bit, yeah. but it is a big deal. And, um, uh, you know, and I think for pastors, anyone, it's just making the decision. I got to quit this, you know, yeah. it's just like any 12 step thing. You've got to admit you got a problem first. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. I appreciate it. You letting me go down that rabbit hole a little bit. I, I hope uh, for somebody listening that that's caught your attention. Absolutely. And I hope too that you will prioritize discussing it uh, within the life of your church. Yeah, uh, I, you did mention life. about do you tell what do you do with your wife? I think yeah. wives need to know. I don't know that they need to know the depth of it. What I think a wife would be encouraged by, it's going to hurt her. I mean, because women take it very, very personal. It's like, you got me. Why are you looking at that? I've heard that phrase in one way or another so many times but i think if you're able to say you know i have been there um i'm going to make the step out of it i've already got an accountability partner yeah this is what i'm doing and i just need you to pray for me 
doing this because she doesn't need to be your accountability partner. That puts her in a really difficult situation. That's a great word. Um, well, Dr. Kim, thanks so much uh, for taking the time. Um, if I want to just reiterate online marriage retreat.com, uh, you can go there and get more information about the retreat. Dr. Kim, where can people connect with you online? You're across all the social media. Yes. And all social uh, media, most of them is at Kim Kimberling uh, or at Dr. Kim. Uh, the awesomemarriage.com. You can find all of our resources there. We have so many free resources that we give out to uh, churches and individuals, um, all those kind of things. We do premarital counseling online. We've got a number of things that, and our whole goal is just to continue to do the things that, that help people have the marriages God intended for them and for the people in your church to have the marriage that God intended for them. Yeah. So uh, on awesomemarriage.com. Yes. Uh, is, is where that link is. One thing email is the thing that we were talking about earlier. Um, and uh, I mean, hundreds of thousands of marriages being impacted through awesome marriage. I'm so grateful for your friendship, Dr. Kim. I'm grateful for your partnership. And it's been fun. It's always fun to talk and you and I can find rabbit holes everywhere. And it's, it's always fun to go down with you.